0: Welcome to episode one of the broadcast with Atrophius and Double Dime. I'm Atrophius, this is Double Dime. Uh, On this show, we're planning to just kind of talk about general Brahalla news events stuff that's going on. Um, Dime, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. I was super excited for this. This is an idea that I've kind of had for a while or I thought that should have happened. There just is nothing in the space for Mm -hmm. Brahalla like this, so... When you came to me with the idea, I was like, "Oh, oh, hell yeah, let's do that!" So I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, uh, I was talking to uh, I think EXO and Hazen recently because they try uh, tricks try to do a podcast similar to this, and I know a number of other uh, top players have tried to do podcasts sort of similar to this before. And I think like the longest streak any one of these podcasts has ever hit is like two or three episodes. So my hope is that we can at least make it to five. If we yeah, can I make th- it to 5, I think I'll be happy.
1: I think we'll make it to 5. I think <laughs> I think with our longevity in the scene being able to talk past, present and hopefully future, uh I think we'll be able to make more than 5 episodes out of this show. So, okay. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah,
0: sounds good. I think it's going to be fun. Um So, <clears throat> current events. Today, I mean, we had already we had already scheduled to do this like week ago or something like on this day roughly and it just so happened to coincide with um the new trailer for loki just dropped today so we got to see signatures and stuff uh for this legend um scythe and katars.
1: what do you think well first of all you're excited you're getting another scythe legend you've you've dabbled in katars a little bit too you have mm -hmm. a bit of an assuri so um I think as far as character design, Loki looks so sick. Like oh, yeah. it's about time about time Loki finally got in. Like another another Norse god finally getting in, because we've only had Thor. Only been Thor for a couple of years now. And now finally they brought in Loki. And I think his character design is insane. Um we're not gonna talk about Sigs just yet, but I think I think the actual mm. character design is like Really, really great. And the way they brought him in, all the way all the little teasers. I mean, it was the worst cap secret. We knew it was Loki basically from the get go. But uh there,
0: there was a little bit of speculation that it could have been someone else. Um, but it seemed like the general consensus was on Loki from pretty early on. And yeah. uh I agree with that. I made a video about it. Um I also met in the video I predicted it was gonna be Scythe Qatars, so I'm happy that I got it right. I, guess. Um, uh, I was pretty sure if it was going to be Loki that it was going to be a Scythe legend and people were thinking like um, Scythe boots which mm-hmm. didn't really fit to me and then there was some people saying that because of the Scepter it was going to be uh, Spear and I couldn't come up with like a Spear boots also didn't feel right and Spear Katars already exists Yeah, and I don't know. It just didn't feel quite right to me as far as like what the weapon combo would be, and I was thinking, well, if it were if it were me, and I was putting a Loki style character in the game, I would think like daggers and not a scepter, mm-hmm. and so katars and scythe just felt like a natural fit to me. So that was my prediction, and it happened. I'm kind of excited about it. Um, yeah, he looks sick. But yeah, so signatures. All but right. Some of those signatures are... Uh, what do you... Okay. What do you think?
1: He's got a better Ulgrim Axe sig on Katars. Okay. The okay. Katars okay. what's likely D sig is just better than Ulgrim's Axe sig, And that SIG is already insane. So that scares me a little bit.
0: I'm actually just going to pull the trailer. Out
1: and yeah, thing. bring up the trailer. The first SIG... Is just Ulgrim's D sig, but like huge. So that kind of that kind of scares me a little bit because that sig's menacing already. Um, what were the other sigs? We had we had some Jiro esque sigs. Oh yeah, the, had...
0: it, what looks like the Katar down sig looks yeah. like Jiro scythe down sig, but it like pulls them behind and throws them in the air.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's kind of jiro esque. Um, There's one SIG. I think it's what looks like. Of course, we're speculating. We don't know what the inputs are for all these SIGs. Yeah. But what looks like the Scythe side SIG looks kind of like a Suri sword end SIG in a way that it picks you up type thing. Oh,
0: yeah. I see what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Um, But it seems
0: to like throw them out rather than. yeah,
1: uh... Yeah. It looks like they all, all the SIGs. Are similar to other SIGs in some other kits, yeah. but they put you in different directions. Right. So you're going to get hit kind of in the same way, but it's going to put you in a different situation.
0: There was a. Uh, the, the, the side SIG that has like the portal that opens beneath where you like yep. fall on top of them. I yeah. saw, um, I think it was Pugsy, was curious if that was a counter. Because of the way yep. that they, uh, the way that they showed it, it made it look like it was like a counter move to Orion's side sig, hmm. and that would have been cool if they had added counters as a mechanic, like as a signature or something. Yeah. But to me, that it doesn't look like that's what that is. So. Well.
1: They just, have been trying to explore different mechanics and sigs fairly recently. I mean, look at. Uh... Oh, why can't I remember her name? Great sword Spear.
0: Oh, Arcadia?
1: Arcadia. They explored a lot of different type properties with signatures, and that wasn't that long ago. So if they were to put a counter in, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: A counter would be interesting. I'm not really... I'm not 100% sure how I feel about how it would fit within Brawlhalla, though. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's a lot of power. Potentially.
1: Yeah it could be it could um,
0: be although at the same time like yumiko and arcadia with the trap style sigs are not mm-hmm. really much better either No. Nope. and it 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 changes kind of the it changes kind of the pace of gameplay quite a lot when you have the ability to just wall off with a trap like that
1: yep yeah it sure does um i think i think jiro is going to be jiro I call him Jiro already. I think Loki (laughs) is going to be really good. And I think he could, for a lot of people who play Jiro, this is where I was getting at, could be like a replacement for the character. Okay. You know? Um, You've got familiar-esque SIGs. We don't know about the stats. Now, quite frankly... The that's, actually,
0: the, that's actually what I wanted to talk about next, was yeah. like let's, let's, let's theorize on the stats a bit.
1: Next. Let's speculate a little bit on the stats. With how... I don't want to say the word broken, but how strong the signatures look, I think they're going to have to balance the stats the other way. I yeah. think they could be really... Uh, for lack of a better term, awful stats. I think that's, they could be really suboptimal stats. That, that's what I
0: was saying earlier. Today. Yeah, it was like, with as strong as those six look, like it's got to be you. It they the compensation has to be somewhere, and the yeah. the somewhere is usually in the stats. And it's kind of like with Jiro. Like, yeah, Jiro like, yeah. had when he released probably the best weapon combo in the entire game. Yep, and they balanced him by making him low defense.
1: Yep, they sure did. Yeah, he had he had at the time, at worst, even matchups. He wasn't losing any matchups. So to compensate for that, they made him a glass cannon effectively.
0: Yep. And so But then
1: But then you gotta remember that Jiro Sigs on release weren't highly regarded as well. We're yeah. already looking at
0: there, Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the Giro Sigs got buffed a few times actually. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: We're we're already looking at Loki and speculating that he's gonna be really strong. Which is when we looked at Giro and when Jiro was released, we were like, okay, really good weapon combination, really kind of suboptimal stats, and kinda of meh sigs, and that's yeah. where the trade off was. It was a two for one trade off for for Jiro. I'm not seeing that with I'm not seeing that with Loki.
0: And I think Qatars are pretty strong right
1: now. Yeah, they haven't been nerfed in a while. Well, I guess they have a little bit, but not where it, like, where it really affects them that much. Now, it, now, here's where I think that he also gets balanced. Scythe and Kintars aren't fantastic 2s weapons. Yeah. So he might be really, really strong in 1s, but yeah. you, ne- you might not see him very mo- often in 2s.
0: You pretty much, like, aside from very specific players, you don't really see Katars and 2s at all right now. Yeah, yeah. And I think the only way that would change is if there was a Katars legend with, like, insane SIGs for, Mm -hmm. like, combos. Yep. And looking at these SIGs, just kind of at a glance, I don't think these are going to be it. They
1: take a lot of space, and it would be really hard to be in optimal places to... Um, follow up off of them. You're you might get hit, or it might throw them in a way that you just can't follow up off of. Right. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. I I I don't see I don't see this legend getting very much play in twos at all because Scythe yeah. is just a very hard weapon to play in twos. Yeah. Katars uh, are very hard weapon to play in twos. Yeah. He he might be a crazy ones play ones character though. Um, yeah. Depending on, I mean, I guess it really just depends on where Katars fall into the meta over the next. Couple of months because uh
1: yeah.
0: I don't think they're seeing a lot of play at the moment. Um and we are on the BCX balance patch. There are no more changes until BC until after BCX. Yeah. So I think I don't think I don't think we'll see much guitars at BCX at all, aside from the people that are just mainline guitar players.
1: I could see it in ones. I could see it in singles we're not going to see very much in doubles yeah. i could see i could see guitars in singles especially so this character isn't going to be legal
0: no he will not be legal for bcx
1: so let's get that out of the way yep. left stick already confirmed in a tweet thread that he will not be legal at bcx yep so um don't have to worry about that um so yeah, maybe we don't see a ton of guitars. You know, we'll see Ranched. You know, maybe if Greechaboo shows up, we'll see some Katars players there. But um, yeah, we yep. probably won't see a lot of BCX. So it, time will tell. After BCX is when we're really going to know how strong Loki is.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, aside from aside from people playing him like right on release, you'll see people in Experimental. You'll see people who don't care about ranked playing him in Ranked. I think most top players, it's going to be like before Greatsword was legal, where nobody really knew how crazy the weapon was, because nobody was playing it until it was actually tournament legal.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: Um. And so I think Loki's going to be the same way. We won't really see much of him until after the beginning of November.
1: Well, uh, Sidra was released a couple of weeks before, maybe a month before. BCX 17. You didn't see a ton of cannon or Sidra yeah. until after BCX 17. So, kind of the same thing, except yeah. he doesn't have a different weapon. Yeah. Or a true. new weapon. Yeah. True. Yeah.
0: All right. Stats. What are you thinking?
1: He's either going to be slow or he's either going to have low defense.
0: I feel like they're probably going to go middle of the road on defense because Jiro is already three defense. Yeah. Um, so probably four or five, if I had to guess. Yeah. I can't imagine that it's gonna be a high defense legend. It, it doesn't feel like a high defense legend to me.
1: It doesn't feel like a high defense legend, and let's be completely honest, force really doesn't matter. So it does so that's that's where they can put all of his like all of the stats that they take out of either speed or defense, they could put it into force.
0: So I saw you know, a tweet from Boomy.
1: Yes. Saw that tweet too.
0: <laughs> ten, please
1: 10 dexterity. Please
0: 10 dexterity. Please 10
1: dexterity. That would be really scary. We don't have a 10 dex character yet, do we?
0: No, there is no 9 dex character. We have we have, we have 9 force, we have 9 yeah. defense, and, and we, we, have, we have 9 speed now, right? Yeah. Yeah, with Theia. yeah. So... If this is the nine decks character, that would be. What does Katars get for high decks? Because I know there's like the, I know that there are like the scythe combos that you get from playing Jiro. That like there are a handful of like really good optimal scythe combos that you get for high Mm decks. But what do you get for Katars on high decks? Is there much? Or anything
1: there, these days? There, there was for a while there. If you played nine decks Lin Fei, there was some really crazy stuff. Um, I can't remember what it was off the top of my head. Was there a three piece that was true at nine decks? I think there was. There was a three piece that was true at nine decks. I mean that... you, get, you get side light and you either get N light or D light true. You always get that. I don't really think it matters how much decks, maybe queen Nye. Um, But you always get that two-piece true, other than maybe Queen Nye. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, Is recovery recovery on Qatar still true? Or is it dex dependent?
1: No, it's still true. Recovery recovery at at like white to yellow is still true. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, aside from those couple of things, I'm not really sure what 10 dex would get. If it would get anything additional.
1: Anything that was a one-frame type link maybe gets to gets to zero frames maybe gets to tight i'd have to go look it's something that we'd have to lab yeah and uh, i'm th- you're you're talking to the two wrong players i'm not really yeah, a guitar's true. player any, anymore right. i used to play a lot of Ragnir, but i'm not really a guitar's player anymore so okay um, that's yeah. yeah that's true yeah
0: so let's assume let's assume for the sake of argument that this ends up being the nine decks character Okay. If we're thinking like four defense. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be speed or sh- speed or force is what gets the the rest of the points?
1: I th- think I think if this character is really fast, you basically didn't take anything away from him. Yeah. I think you make the best character in the game if this character is really fast.
0: I don't know about the best character in the game. I mean, the best weapon combo. One is, character in the game? The weapons combo is good, but it's not like crazy you're, good.
1: You're compensating for it with really crazy signature attacks, kind of like Caspian. Mm, kind of true are compensating. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean the pro the problem with scythe guitars is kind of the same problem that um, scythe gauntlets would have, uh, or has on Mordex, is that it's kind of difficult to kill.
1: No, you got true combos. <laughs> you got true combos on gauntlets. Oh well, right.
0: But most people can't hit grounded D light recovery.
1: I suppose, but for the sake of balance, for, for, yes. For yes. the sake of high level play. Nine out of ten times, top gauntlet players are going to hit that. Yeah, you know. So maybe not in the same way. Yeah. I I think I think you don't. Get I, think the it true be, I think it will be. I think it will be
0: harder to kill on this legend than it is on Mordex.
1: But that's where these signatures come in. Right. Whereas Mordex has very good signatures. Don't get me wrong. I think Mordex has very good signatures. Yes. I think if Loki's signatures stay the way they are. And, I mean, none of us... This is all speculation. None of us has touched the character. We don't know the recovery frames or anything like that in-game. But from the trailer, the recovery frames on some of those SIGs looked pretty low.
0: They looked kind of low considering how much
1: coverage a lot of those SIGs Exactly. Exactly. Uh, How much
0: coverage a lot of those SIGs appear to have.
1: Appear to have. We don't know if... There is dead zones in the SIGs. We don't know that.
0: That first SIG that
1: they showed off.
0: That first SIG they showed off has to have like a massive dead zone.
1: It has to, because that's just Ulgrim's down sig on steroids. It, yeah. Like it if, really is, if not, like if it
0: if it doesn't have a massive dead zone, like it's easily the best one of the best sigs in the game. Mm. But I'm pretty sure it doesn't hit outside of that bit at the top.
1: Mm, I guess we'll see. It'll hit at the bottom too, though. It'll hit It'll hit at the bottom and at the bit at the top, I think. I don't think so.
0: I actually think... I, I think the portals... So it's like shooting into the portals and then they're coming out at the top. And the top is where the hitbox is going to be. The portals, I don't think, are going to have a
1: hitbox. Okay, well, we'll see. Again, speculation. We're not going to see this character for a while.
0: Yeah, um, actually, we'll that's... That's, yeah. that's actually a good point. We... So we just got the SIG trailer today. I don't think I don't think it'll come out next week.
1: No, we're probably middle of October release? Because they're gonna wanna have another they're gonna wanna have another stream where they show off its skins and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, right. Yeah. It will come out on the twenty seventh. Has that been confirmed?
1: I didn't see it confirmed. They didn't show off. They didn't show off skins. They normally want to give another. Every character kind of gets a reveal and then a stream. And then release.
0: Yeah, that's usually well, how it works.
1: So we're probably three weeks away. Well, I don't know about three Maybe weeks. two weeks. Two, two weeks away. I think we're going to f- be.
0: I think the fourth is probably the most likely date. 27th would be cool. But I think the 4th is probably the most likely
1: date. 27th is 6 days away. That that's they a Wednesday. Do, they
0: would do like Tuesday dev stream and with all the skin reveals and release the next day. Mm, mm, a I don't little know. tight. A little tight. Uh it feels a little tight to me. Yeah.
1: They would like to market a little bit more than that. They'll put up a bunch of tweets of the skins and stuff like that and more sigs and oh Loki's coming and stuff like that. They'll want a little bit more time than that.
0: I think I think the twenty-seven will be very interesting, but I think the fourth is probably more likely.
1: Well, and nonetheless, I'm excited for the character. The sigs look really cool. It's nice that it's not another boots character. I think boots are really cool. We've had three in a row. It's time to move on to a different weapon combo and come back to boots.
0: yeah, uh, no, I'm glad yeah. that they. I'm glad that they did the three and then break this time. Yeah. Um, I think the only other time that they have ever done four weapon or four of the same new weapon in a row was orb. I think it was Petra was the fourth orb legend that they did just four straight.
1: Was that true? Was it Dusk cuz Dusk was number 1? Was so it was Dusk
0: and then was it Fate was after that?
1: Dusk, Fate.
0: Uh who's the other orb legend?
1: Thor, Thor and, and then Petra. Petra. Yeah, cuz it right. was
0: so Petra Petra was the fourth orb legend, and they just did four straight, and I think that's the only time they've ever done that. Um. So I, I honestly appreciate that they didn't do four boots legends. I'm glad that another weapon combo got to slide in here. If they do it the same way that they did prior to orb and kind of after orb too, I think, it'll yeah. end up being the next legend is the next it'll boots will be another legend. boots. Yeah,
1: because yeah. with cannon, they went... They went Sidra, Zol, Isaiah, Kaia, and then the fourth canon legend. Right. I yeah. Onyx, I believe. Onyx, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, cool.
0: What else is going on in Brawlhalla World uh, recently? I know we've had a bunch of tournaments. Um, Summer Royale was the most recent uh, sort of land invitation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: How much of the Royale did you end up watching?
1: I didn't get to watch as much of the Royale as I would have liked this time. Mm -hmm. But obviously I was following it as much as I could have. Brazil's the best region in the world right now, guys.
0: Do do you (laughs) think, think so?
1: I think, I think top heavy. They're better than everybody else right now. I think they're very top two or three. Yeah. Is just better than Europe and, and North America. I think as a region altogether, I still think it's North America. Like if you had to put the top twenty five players versus the top twenty five players in Brazil, I think it comes out North America's way.
0: Sure. Just in total yeah. number of good players. Good players. Winning. Yeah.
1: But at the absolute top, I mean, looking at Kyna, like
0: Kyna's win was pretty dominant. Like he it- made yeah. It looked like they really didn't know what to do.
1: Yeah, he just made it look easy. And like. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's not just kinda though. I mean it's it's everybody. You know?
0: Oh yeah, because um who was it wasn't that won Dallas? Was it uh Hughes?
1: Yeah, use won Dallas.
0: Oh, that's actually crazy to think about now that I yeah. think. Yeah. So like Hughes. South America won Dallas and they just won a Royale. So that's like
1: two in one year. Two in one year. Which is big. And then, you know, Wes is still right there. And Fiend still shows up. And maybe he doesn't perform as well in his own region. But when he comes to a land, he's always in the top eight, top three. Like, just shows up and does really well in doubles, especially.
0: Yeah, and he'll just have like a cross-region teammate and somehow place ridiculously Pugsy, high. Hugsy yeah. and
1: Fiend they couldn't even speak the same language and they got second? Didn't they get second or did they get third? I think it was third. Anyways, yeah. They couldn't speak the same language and they ended up getting third. Yeah. That turn What was that? That was a uh, that was dream hack. Was it CEO? Was it C- it was CEO. Yes, it yeah. was CEO. They got third. That's CEO. CEO. Yeah. Yep. That's
0: absolutely mental
1: like it's they there was that ada player that his name is slipping me right now
0: ada and he player finished,
1: and he finished third i think at dallas as well or top top 5 at dallas as well can't remember what his name was now
0: yeah i don't i don't remember who you're he was about. he was
1: lesser known as well uh-huh like from his like we as north america didn't really know who he was right And he showed up and just went off. Yeah, anyways. I think Brazil right now is probably top top heavy best region when it comes to their top three or four players.
0: Okay. So, do you think then that South America is winning BCX?
1: No, I think Sandstorm is going to win BCX. And... So, you're you're a believer... I just he's been so dominant since he's since he turned things around like what, but what, what about he's the won, royale one tournament he can't win them all he's saving it the royals, oh, okay. royals are mickey there's only eight players there they're mickey <laughs> there's only eight players it's only a two-day event mickey
0: okay I mean so, it's, it is still a land though which yeah, is different from online
1: it's true but I think in a real land setting where anybody can show up and win, where you've got three, 400 players, I think that's where Sandstorm thrives. Okay, And I think he'll show up. And Sandstorm's the type of player that gets better as the tournament goes on, as he plays, it mm-hmm. seems like. As he plays. And when you only get a certain amount of matches at a Royale, maybe that just wasn't enough to get him warm type thing. Maybe he needs a couple of freebies at the beginning of a tournament too, you know, like a couple, uh, Oh tours to show up and he beats the hell out of them.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Know? Yeah. Okay. I believe in sandstorm. Okay. Yeah.
0: I, 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 I posed this question to, uh, slow motion in uh, the first episode of Brawlhalla origins. And I said the same thing. I said, I believe, I believe, I believe in sandstorm. I think he can come back and do it. But my no bias answer is probably kind of. I,
1: I, I, I think it's probably a 50 50 coin flip. If you told me it was kind of one, Sandstorm two, I wouldn't be surprised. If you told me it was Sandstorm one, kind of two, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: My question is Is, is Godly going to have an answer to kind of at BCX? if godly shows up and he actually has an answer to kaina at bcx i think that changes everything but somebody yeah. somebody is somebody who didn't go to the royale is likely going to end up having an answer for dealing with Kyna.
1: yeah is, I think so.
0: is my expectation
1: i could that's the thing the volatility of a First of all, a land that's an open an open land, but then also making it BCX, which draws everybody. Right. It's really, really, really tough to predict a top eight for something like that, even a top twelve. Like, there are players that just perform better on land. I mean, everybody was surprised by Impala last year. Exactly. Impala
0: wasn't even like top twelve seeded. I don't think.
1: Yeah, he was, he was 13th seed going into it, which was a decent, that's a pretty decent seed. Oh, yeah. It's a really good seed. But to then win the whole thing, that's... And kind of make it look easy. Like, it was right. like, okay, like, whoa. A um, couple of Dark Horses. I could see... One of these eventually has to be Boomy's time, right?
0: I feel like Boomy has hardly been showing up this year.
1: I know, but it's just like That's
0: that that's like the one thing that concerns me is like I wonder if yeah. Boomy
1: is like starting to starting to be done. Starting to trail off a little bit. Yeah, I could see it. But at the same time I think that's it's the one trophy he doesn't have.
0: It's like not seeing Boomy in top 8 like pretty much at all this year has been odd, right? Yeah. Like What Notable placements does he have this year? I, I would don't have know. to. I would honestly have to I'd look. Have, I'd have to go back
1: and look. I mean, I'm sure he's got some top eights, but that's that's um, disappointing for Boomy. Yeah. to be it to so, be fifth or seventh, yeah. or even fourth. If he's not top three, it's a disappointment, right? So
0: right. And I would just be curious to know, like, how much effort is he putting into the game right now?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's. I do think that if he is trying to, if maybe he is slowing down a little bit, it's the one tournament he doesn't have. He's won them all. Right. Maybe he wakes up and goes, I got to put everything into it for like a month and go to BCX with my best foot forward.
0: Yeah. It would be interesting. I would like to see him definitely show up.
1: there's Dark Horses all over the place. Akno could show up, win the whole thing. Like,
0: I think NA has so many players right now who are just threats to randomly knock some other really good player out.
1: Like, Impala could just show up and win again.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, there's that. Yeah. I mean, I think NA just has a lot of players right now that are just very volatile from the perspective yep. of in any one particular game, they could be good enough to beat anybody in the game. Yep. But they might not be consistent enough to win the whole tournament.
1: Yep. Yep. I mean, there, there's, there's lots of crazy players. Could, could Balloon Boy shake off the, the, his, his nerves and show up and beat everybody? Oh, yeah. You know, like, could. Is Guichibu going to show up and suddenly his guitars go crazy and they are in a good spot? You know? And then mm-hmm. you've got players, legacy players like Wrenched putting time into the game again. Like, oh yeah,
0: he's going and hard on games.
1: And on LAN, we know what Wrenched can do. I mean, there's there are so many players in North America from top to bottom that could just show up and, for lack of a better phrase, mess up a bracket. Oh yeah. <laughs> they could just show up and and just wreck the bracket. Oh yeah. You know? So...
0: I imagine wow. that's what's gonna happen at BCX. I think some I think some major player is probably gonna get upset by somebody who just only goes to one land a year, BCX.
1: Yep. Yeah, Fakey. If Fakey shows up and goes nuts, that's a player that can go crazy. Yeah, yep. right, Prince. Yeah, there there's one. There's lots of players that could just show up and go insane. phazon has been playing a ton. Like yep. Yep. you know. Another legacy player.
0: Is he teaming with Cody
1: again? Yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna play. I think they're gonna play at BCX anyways.
0: That would be that would be a treat. Yeah. If I'd they like manage to see the twos. Yeah. Okay, two v twos. Dime.
1: We're, Actually, sorry. Go on. No, I was first.
0: gonna say we're teaming still. Yeah. Um, trying to play autumns I don't know if I'll be able to play, which is sad. Um, yeah. But we're definitely playing at BCX.
1: Yeah. 2v2s
0: is an insane game
1: mode right now. 2v2s is significantly harder than 1s. Significantly. I I can still jump into the 1s queue and take games off of really, really good players and win sets against really, really good players. It it is so much harder to go into a set with a really good team and even take sometimes a stalk. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, it's just that meta, I think, is pushed way farther than ones. Like, I think it's I think it's the harder game mode. I think it's the more entertaining game mode. I think two V2s is actually the pinnacle of Brawlhalla. I don't think it's ones.
0: That's an interesting assertion.
1: I think it's harder. I think it's way harder to be good at twos.
0: I think the only reason I would disagree with that is because to a player that a player or a spectator that doesn't know what's going on, it's much harder to follow.
1: Can be, yep. You're right. Especially I with think...
0: how much with how much faster paced it is as, as well compared to yeah. one's. Yeah. Like it's pretty straightforward what's happening in a ones game. For most people, generally speaking, but these twos games these days, like a really good team a a pair of really good teams like it's crazy watching them play at this point yeah it really and, is, and they are just all of the good all of the good teams just have it down to the point where like. A lot of the times you can't hit one of them without the other one always being there. Yep. And ready to punish. Yeah. And they can convert any stray hit into insane amounts of damage.
1: Yeah, that's 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 what separates the good from the great. Yeah. You can have a really good team who has their set play zero to death combos. Yep. And you need those things. But then you have the great teams that hit you with the second hit of a sword sayer off the stage yep. and somehow the other guy happens to be there and gets the double D light recovery. And then you're just happen to be above them and you hit a gravity cancel and sig and kill him, yep. like something like that, you know, like, it, it, you know, it just, and it, you killed them from yellow all because the second hit of the sword that you were just throwing out to protect yourself, got converted into all of that. Oh, yeah things like that like it's the freestyle zero to death so the freestyle zero to reds and stuff like that
0: yeah that's that's what really makes the big difference in twos i think is the teams that can like the teams that can just put out like hundreds of damage in every interaction
1: yep and and the other thing is they don't get the really good twos teams don't get pincered. They're always the one doing the pincering. Yeah. They're always the one that is separating the two v ones. They're always the one that are, that are boxing you into bad map position. Yep. You no, know, like that's what the really good and, and they do it a lot of the times without even throwing out moves. Mm-hmm. Like they just box you in with positioning yep. and what could be a threatening move without throwing it out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's there's so much more pressure that you have to deal with in twos that that yeah. it's just yeah one's pressure is just so different.
1: Yeah, one's pressure is you just have more time. Right. In one, that's the thing. You have all the time in the world to make a decision. Like, okay, I've got them. E- even if you're the one in the disadvantaged state, you're like, okay, I've got. N- four different options to get mm-hmm. around the person whereas in twos you might have one correct option and the other options are death or 110 damage
0: yeah <laughs>
1: you know like it's like that's the problem and that's what makes ones i think the harder game mode
0: yeah no i agree
1: and they're f- and in my opinion the more entertaining game mode to watch Two's, maybe twos. you
0: said ones earlier, but I think not. You my way. mistake. I yeah. meant twos. Yeah, yeah, more
1: yeah. entertaining game mode to watch. It's faster. You get to see big, crazy combos. You don't have the issue where, as much, where there is, <clears throat> especially in an even game, no incentive to approach. Right. That issue is limit a lot more limited in in doubles. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: just from more space being occupied by characters it makes a big yeah. difference yeah and, exactly and being able to pressure from multiple directions and things
1: like that yeah, it's just exactly yeah
0: it it changes the the dynamics of the game a lot 100% what else has been going on so we had uh bcx balance patches locked um locked in what do you think about the current balance of the game
1: Um, it's really balanced. I think it's really balanced. I think you can win with everything. I think people are downplaying a lot of weapons. Um, I think I it's
0: amazing th- that kind won so definitively with Taros. Well, with, with 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 the context of the balance pass at that point had not happened yet.
1: Yeah, and. The meta at going into that
0: event was very, like, not hammer or axe focused in ones.
1: I think that it just showed. I think axe is still the bottom two weapon in the game. Really? But I think hammer is way higher than a lot of people consider it to be.
0: Especially now after they buffed D-Light again.
1: Especially after they buff D-Light. Hammer plays like... Hammer has this unique property where it plays like a heavy weapon, but also plays like a string weapon. And that makes it, when it's good, absolutely terrifying. Yeah. That's the problem. It's kind of... This is a hot... There was There was somebody that was tweeting out You know what was what? What opinion would get you wrapped up like Patrick Starr in that one? Still, Uh, Hammer has the same issue as Lance. Wait, is is that that's
0: your opinion?
1: Is that it's either the worst weapon in the game or top two? You can't balance the weapon in the same way that you can't balance Lance.
0: Oh, interesting. You know. I mean, I don't think I don't think Hammer has it quite as extreme like that.
1: Maybe not as extreme, but we hadn't seen Hammer for the better part of almost two years. I think that's,
0: I think that's mostly players having bad knee jerk reactions to balance changes. I also think, true. I think that there is way too many cases where a weapon is still actually quite good. But because it's been touched in some way, everybody's just like, all right, well, let's just find the next what I feel is broken thing to play instead.
1: Well, if you're playing fighting games, you should always play what's broken. Sure. You know, like... um, But I feel like that's kind of the... I feel like they suffer the same type of issue. Okay. Maybe not to the same extreme, but I feel like they do suffer a similar problem. Is that until they've been... Re- until Hammer is not so reliant on D-Light in the same way that Lance is not so reliant on Sidelight. Yeah. Does that make sense? They can never be balanced super properly.
0: No, that's fair. Uh, I actually <laughs> I, I actually want to point out this comment from Crocky in chat just now. Y'all ain't talking I about just- the new dash change buffing weapons like Axe and Hammer. That is yeah. absolutely true.
1: Hundred percent. The new dash change. The new dash change. Not only has it helped weapons like that, it's also helped characters. Queen Nye doesn't feel slow.
0: Yes, you know, that's true.
1: it's helped characters. Which, as as we learn how to use this dash more, in the same way that it took us a long time to learn how to use OG dash, yeah, we might start seeing characters like Taros. Like Queen Nye, actually be usable. Yeah, I think that's. And we, we saw Kaina win. So,
0: but also, like, if you go back and watch the, if you go back and watch the Royale,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Kaina actually wasn't using the new dash change that much. No. Like compared to other players at that event, Kaina was mm-hmm. not using it as much as they were hmm so i think honestly like kind neutral was insane and that's I mean, he he won pretty much the entire tournament off of the back of just absolutely ludicrous neutral game yep because a lot of his kills throughout the finals yeah a, a lot of his kills throughout the finals were some of the most suboptimal kills that you could ever have on a character and yet he still won just because you couldn't you couldn't hit him. You yeah. couldn't pin him down.
1: Yeah. So maybe it, he didn't use it as much, but I do think in the same way that it took us, it took us all about a year. I think 2018 was the transitional period of the OG dash. Mm-hmm. And then remember, like, even if you just looked at, I've done this recently, actually. Go look at DreamHack Austin and okay. then go look at final round. And those are the first lands of each of each year, 2018 versus 2019. Okay. Oh my God. Stark difference of how people were using dash.
0: Yeah. Like, like. people are still going to be figuring out how this new uh, it's, it's actually, it's actually going to be made worse by the fact that we already know that the backdash changes in experimental is going to graduate after BCX. That's already been confirmed. So it's changing again after BCX is over.
1: So there will be more growing pains. Yes, there is maybe
0: the the movement tech in the game is going to be evolving significantly over the next year.
1: So does that mean that we don't see the full maturation of movement until almost 2025?
0: It's possible. Like, I think think BCX this year and BCX next year are going to look very different in terms of people's movement capabilities. Yeah. It's like, it's going to be, I mean, these changes are, I think, in my opinion, are very close to when Chain Dodge was traded for dash.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's, close.
0: It's, it's very, it is a very significant change to movement mechanics in Brawlhalla.
1: Yeah, it's really close.
0: And it's going to, it's going to create a bigger divide between players again.
1: The good and the great.
0: Cause I feel like that gap, I feel like that gap has gotten a bit smaller over the years. Yep. And the dash snapping change blew it like blew it wide open again.
1: Yep. Yep. It totally, it's totally gonna change. Totally gonna change.
0: And I, that's gonna be really interesting to watch over the next year, is as people really start to get really comfortable, because right now. What I'm seeing a lot of players do, especially like not at the very top. Um, let's, let's say like top 64, top 16 range of players yeah. in North America. What I'm saying right. a lot of people really do is just spam that shit. They're just using it as much as possible. Just all the time. And, and what I've noticed from my playing against them, because I'm not good at it, and I'm never going to be able to be good at it because my hands just can't take that motion right. anymore. Right. Like That's going to be like the big difference between me and everybody else is I can't actually make myself do that because my hands would fall apart if I tried. And so to beat them, I'm relying purely on fundamentals and, yep. and neutral. And yep. what I'm seeing is that a lot of these players are just doing the stuff so much that it, they eventually just become predictable. Yep. and the players that are doing it in a way that doesn't make them predictable, they're the ones that are going to be that the ones that like really rock it to the top it,
1: rem- it reminds me, and I don't want to throw uh, this does not sound like sh- please, I hope this doesn't sound like shade <laughs> <laughs> because he played absolutely phenomenal and wanna turn wanna land. It reminds me of Koslicks's dash dancing at the beginning of. Oh, the original oh, yeah, bash. yeah, yeah. But none of us caught on. It took us a long time to yeah. catch on. yep. And he mastered it quickly. Mm-hmm. And he won a whole land because of it. Yep. Yeah. All, all the... His weapon was really good at the time, too. But he won a whole land because of movement. Almost yeah. all because of movement. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was really good. That, that's, that's... I think that's a pretty good observation because the timing yep. of Austin related to...
1: Yeah, it was only eight months after the after the original dash give yeah. or take right yeah because
0: it went in like right before bcx in 2018 right
1: no it, it was 20 2017 we played on dash
0: oh we played on dash in 2017
1: we played on dash in 2017 Oh, that's
0: crazy to think about oh
1: and then nothing until winters and then after winters was austin okay and so we're talking six to eight months, my let's call it six months. Sure. We were all using dash as a way to move quickly at our opponents, whereas Coslex was using Dash to dash dance back and forth. And yeah. none of us were none of us were doing it and he won a whole land with it. So yeah. it's kinda in that same way. The new movement, the people who master it quickly are going to dominate. Yep. And until we all still and until we all us you know slow plebeians figure it out um <laughs> we're gonna where it's gonna take time for us to catch up
0: i think it i think it needs some changes still i think it needs a little bit more time in the oven
1: i think i think crocky's Croc right to him saying that he thinks that heavy hitters slower slower legends heavy hitters could dominate because now you've taken away their weakness yeah to a degree i mean a, a nine speed legend that's dashing is still going to be faster than a four speed legend that's dashing yeah but it's the gap is a lot smaller but the thing about it
0: is is like i think correct me if i'm wrong i might have this i I might have this wrong mechanically but i think that the legend speed does not affect the dash impulse
1: i don't think it does i think it does
0: i think every legend has the exact same dash impulse and then the top speed that you reach afterwards is what's affected by Your movement speed, right? Yeah. And the movement
1: in between dashes. And that's what
0: makes slow legends like Nye actually feel good with this because they actually can move closer to the same rate as every other legend in the game because the dash impulse is all similar.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And so, like, that makes Nye way better.
1: Charity had a good weapon combination and really good takes.
0: Yeah. That makes queen nye significantly better than she was before
1: i used to play her i should so, be playing her again
0: i mean <laughs> a lot of people should um but yeah i movement's gonna be crazy movement's gonna be crazy after that backdash change goes in i mean i'm excited for the backdash change mostly because it eliminates like it it almost completely eliminates like an entire class of miss that yes. players will freak, players frequently have
1: yeah miss inputs losing games to miss inputs just because you feel like you inputted it right and you just didn't by minimal like yeah. little millisecond sucks that's a bad feeling yeah so being able to eliminate that because your brain wanted to make the right decision your yeah. brain's like this is the decision i wanted to make and your hand <laughs> said nope yep yeah you know so that's gonna that's gonna help a lot of people
0: yeah, I'm excited about that change. I've played mm-hmm. I played a lot of experimental when it went in. It feels really good. So, yeah. That'll be interesting to see how much it changes things cuz yeah, I mean next year next year is going to be like the the peak of brohalla movement. Like yep. once people really get all of these new changes dialed in. Yep. And and that's the thing is like we don't know what else BMG has in store at this point?
1: damage like numbers. We were kind <clears> of <throat> <damaged numbers. clears
0: throat> <laughs> we coasting for a little while on not very many mechanics changes in the game. Like yeah. after Dash, like, how many like I feel like you could probably count the number of mechanics changes we got between Dash and like this year on one hand.
1: it took, uh, it took that 2020 top player uproar to fix that. And we started getting changes,
0: yeah and then and now we're getting them rapidly, right, and yeah. that's exciting, because yeah, no, it's great. next year could be like like this year, I think, in my opinion, has been like a banner year for Bojalla, like it has been hey. a big year b c x no. last year was a phenomenal event. It kind of like reinfused the community. And then everything just kind of exploded a bit with it this year, with yep. all of the improvements that have been made. Yeah, uh, new legends have been coming out a pretty great clip. Yeah, um, to be good. The crossovers mm-hmm. have been fantastic this year.
1: Like, Tackin', yeah. Whoa, right.
0: Halo. Like Halo. Like, Whoa, like, like everything has been crazy this year. Yeah, and then you've got. We know that we have pending movement changes in the backdash change that's in experimental. Yep. They just added sticky bombs as a new gadget that's an experimental. Cool.
1: That's excellent. We love that.
0: Um I I like next year next year could be even more insane. Like what other mechanics changes do you think are okay, if you could wave a magic wand and change any mechanic about rahala what would you change
1: i really love the mechanics i would just want i just i want an a, a way to be able to pressure an opponent from range i want to be able to force interaction from from range isn't that we- the, i
0: mean isn't that weapon throws
1: not in the same way though you miss now you're in trouble like like a Samus-type character, you know? Somebody who can fire projectiles. Somebody who can pressure opponents from the other side of the map. Coinciding with damage numbers. It's not a mechanic, but damage numbers.
0: So, here's the, so, you, so you know why Brawlhalla doesn't have real projectiles, right?
1: I've never really thought too deeply into it, but we're at a maturation point where now maybe it's time to bring him in.
0: So the reason why Brahala doesn't have projectiles is because we have no shield.
1: That's true, but we do have dodge. So make them... You
0: would have to put the projectiles on a long cooldown to yeah. make it reasonable.
1: Yeah. Maybe that is a mechanic that needs to be brought in. Maybe shield does need to be brought in as a mechanic. The next know. layer. I, I don't, know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Because if you add shields, then you gotta add grabs. And if you're going to add grabs, then you have to add mechan- uh, projectiles, right. and, then, and then it just—the whole point of Brahala is to be easily accessible. So maybe you're adding too much. Okay. But
0: the- so I want to actually—I want to actually talk about that for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole point of Brahala is to be easily accessible. I think the new dash change is one of the least accessible things they've added to the game recently.
1: But I also think that if you're a casual player you're not going to notice that the, the new dash change is specifically built for you me and everybody else in diamond and Valhalla and in tournament players it's not built for the casuals they're not going to notice I don't, they're, gonna still, they're still going to be getting with goals
0: I don't disagree with that Yeah, but at the same time these players are going to be watching top players play and they're going to want to emulate them maybe And they're going to want to try to do these mechanics that they see that the other players do. And it's going to be too difficult for them. And it's going to frustrate them because not only is it too difficult and not only is it frustrating when you can't do it effectively, but doing it incorrectly is actually worse than not doing it at all.
1: Here's my counterpoint to that. While it's difficult in a Brawlhalla sense, it's not difficult in a fighting game sense. Sure. So I feel like if you... (laughs) gonna sound mean again. If you can't <laughs> nail this down? You're in the wrong genre. You know? Like
0: I think I think the new dash change is actually the most mechanically intensive mechanic that we have in Brahalla right now.
1: Yes. And even and in the hierarchy of other fighting games and other platform fighters, it's still near the bottom. A- I, difficult.
0: Mm, I don't know if I agree with that. Because most most other mechanical stuff in fighting games is more like memory, well, I guess, yeah. I mean, it's about the same, in my opinion. Then, actually, I was what I was about to say is like memory and timing based. But this is it's it's exactly what this is is memory and timing based.
1: Memory and timing based, but it's one button. You're not having to sit there and try and do a dragon punch input. You're not trying to wave dash. Yeah, that's true. You know things like that. You're not trying to perf like perfect shielding. I guess is 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 the same. It's timing and stuff like that. But it's one button. You're not trying to drag. You're not trying to well, drag it's, and punch. It's you're technically- not trying.
0: It's technically not one button because you also have to I- include the jump and the fast fall, which both okay. require pretty precise timing
1: I think those i think I think with ten hours of practice, if you just did that, you'd figure it out, no problem, whereas there are still people with ten hours of practice dropping
0: um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you saw it at the same time I did, yeah. <laughs>
1: dropping, you know, 360 inputs on Zangief with hundreds I mean, of hours, you know, yeah. you know what I mean? You know, yeah. like.
0: Okay. I mean, we're about an hour into this. That actually went by. That was a uh, lot of fun. That, that actually went hour. by a lot faster than I thought it would. Uh, do you yeah. want to try to see if we can do a couple fewer viewer questions before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, let's do some viewer questions. If you guys got anything you want to ask us, anything about the game now, the game in the past, what you want to see in the future or just anything you want to ask us, go ahead.
0: Uh, so Crocky a couple of minutes ago just said, uh, when I was asking about mechanic or if you could wave a magic wand and change mechanics, Crocky said, "I'd increase the pace of 1v1 somehow. Also, I'd be down for weapon swapping somehow. I'd like to see some of the bad 2v2 weapons have active input on them so they can 2v2 combo." And black hole like guitars on great (laughs) sword.
1: Well, Well, I I,
0: weapon swapping is something that is near and dear to my heart and morph was the most disappointing thing. I think that BMG ever added to the game because I love morph as a concept and hate the way it was implemented.
1: I, uh, I think we'd all love weapon swapping, but it defeats the purpose of the game because virtually all of us, I'd stick to bow, you'd stick to scythe, Croki would stick to spear, Kosselix would stick to bow, uh, lance.
0: But I don't think that's necessarily true because I, my, my, my feelings personally is mm-hmm. if I could play a character like Jiro and immediately swap to sword whenever I'm ready to kill, I would 100% do that. Maybe, Every I,
1: I suppose, but then you're still playing 90% of the game with Scythe and then, you know.
0: That's not true because you can edgeguard with multiple weapons. Also that. If I knock someone off stage with sword, and then I can swap to, spe- or to, to Scythe to then do the edgeguard? Dude.
1: I think it's a mechanic that's virtually imbalanceable. Silver Slayer has got a point. If weapon swapping was a thing, certain weapon combos would be super broken, while others would just be not playable. I think it's true okay. you you know like I just think it's something that'll never happen unless you put it on a cooldown you'd have to have I would, I would have expect to it, to, it, be cool cool. Would expect it like, to be on a cooldown I would expect it to be on a cooldown like a longer cooldown though we're talking like a 10 second cooldown or something like that
0: I don't know, 10 seconds I think like three three to five seconds would probably be good enough
1: there's this player in chat by the name cake was taken he wants to know how to go pro in this video game
0: I <laughs> would recommend teaming with a guy named Addie Mestic
1: Yes, I as well would uh, would like. I I, I echo that. <laughs> it's nice to see you, Cake. I heard I saw that you might be coming to BCX. That would be really cool if we could see you.
0: Ooh, I might have to try that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, free the dolphin. We are tentatively right now every two weeks. I think we're going to do biweekly.
0: We yeah, actually, you know what? I want to see how we feel on next tuesday yeah we feel like we have enough to talk about let's just fucking do it
1: i think at least for a while we'll have enough to talk about because we have so many topics so many broad topics we're gonna we we have we're not gonna tell you everything but we have a lot a couple ideas that we want to bring there might be fighting we might yell at each other yeah you know so tentatively yeah, maybe
0: weekly. We could yeah, do it. I think I think we have enough to talk about. Any chance of trying to get Pugsy or Crocky on one of these? Some true OGs, dude. That would be that would be sick. Actually, I think guests would be another thing that would make it. Easier yeah, to do I weekly. would love.
1: I would love to be interviewing other players and and other like pros from our era. Like getting insights from players who maybe don't play anymore. You know? Yeah, like, things like that.
0: And will this go uh, on YouTube as well? Yes, it will. It, it not will only on will it, not only will it go on YouTube. You will be able to listen to it pretty much anywhere that you listen to normal podcasts. It will be available exactly. on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, pretty much anywhere.
1: So. We have lots. Of, we have lots of stories to tell. We've been around since twenty seventeen, twenty sixteen. We've seen. We've seen chain dodge. We've seen. Oh man. I've been a part of some crazy storylines. You know, like I've witnessed a Tropheus not make top thirty-two at a BCX based on a tiebreaker. Like stories, we have stories upon stories upon stories. Some that we can't tell you; they're not family friendly. But we have <laughs> lots of stories.
0: Uh, so. lot, lots of stories involving Crocky too, because that man is a plenty of stories. Yeah. That man is a hoot on land. If you yeah. if you go to BCX, you should definitely make sure you give crocky a big hug
1: (laughs) yeah yeah chain dodge i uh, my first land dolphin was on chain dodge i went to shine 2017 and it was still chain dodge
0: dash implemented literally two weeks before bcx yeah that
1: Uh, it was a little bit more than that it was because if you remember this some of the qualifiers were played off of chain dodge and some were played on chain dodge.
0: Mm. You
1: remember that? I mm. think South America was played on chain dodge still. And the following week, um, I you, a, something you, like that. Yeah.
0: You, you gotta understand at that point, Brawlhalla technically hadn't been officially released yet. And it was kind of the wild west.
1: It was still technically in beta. Open yeah. beta, but beta.
0: Yeah. It, it was yeah. very, it was very shoot from the hip. We'll just do whatever the fuck we want back then.
1: They also weren't corporate. Yeah. They were still their BMG was still its own thing, and I love Ubisoft. I love that they've given them all these all these um resources. We've got Master Chief, we've got Tekken, we've got Street Fighter, we've got the WWE. Like it's pretty crazy. Yeah. But they had a lot more freedom back then to do what they also it was only on pc so it was much easier to roll out patches
0: oh yeah the patch schedule was like whenever we eh, feel like it back then Eh, here's a patch
1: eh, and yeah. here's another patch like oh okay well, sh- like sure. bringing
0: yeah. in bringing in the console releases is what made the patch schedule get all crazy and made slow patch down. schedule it oh, yeah. made a patch schedule <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah so um yeah, 2017. That was wild. Remember that tournament? <laughs> waterfall waterfall bracket. Oh, I've never played so much Brawl in my life. Oh that my was God. fun though. I played. I got
0: I, I don't think the, that I would do it again.
1: Yeah, um,
0: but it was fun.
1: I got to the venue at 10 a.m. and I left at 10 PM. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and played almost the entire and time. And I played
1: actually no, because, because I got out of the first I got out of um Remember, it was placements. I got I got placed into tier one. And immediately, mm. so I didn't have to play until like six or seven o'clock or something like that. Right. Then I had to play tier one. Um, then I had to play tier one. And then we had to play the playoff bracket because they still had to whittle it down even more. Mm-hmm. My very, very first big land win was against Crocky. I beat him on stage. It was uh, the Ada versus... I started with Jala. I started with Jala because he'd struggled against it in ranked. And the Jala almost worked, but the sword wasn't going. So I swapped to Azoth and I bodied him two games in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, uh...
0: I, in my pool, in my the finals pool right before top 32, I upset like three people. And, I then, had and then two, yeah. I upset like three people and then didn't make top thirty-two because we tied, and I yeah, lost that the tiebreaker. Sad.
1: That was a sad day. I beat Crocky, I beat who else did I beat? I beat Crocky I beat Excalibran. And then I'm sitting there against Lil Capped, tied one one, and I'm a full stock ahead. Like we're on the same stock, but he's like literally kill percent. Like he dies to a Ser, and I'm playing Vrax at the time, so it's like any Ser is killing. It doesn't matter if it's Gun or if it's Lance. The Ser kills, and I just threw it away. He gimped me, yeah. and I just tossed it away. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, oh no! And that was <laughs> that's when I'm sitting there playing the set against Little Capped. And Excalibrand from the other side of the table stands up and goes, Hey, double dime. I just got three stalked while I'm playing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's good times. This was fun. Oh yeah.
0: Uh any other questions before we take off?
1: Yeah, I went on a bit of a tangent there.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah,
1: sorry. Sorry about that, guys. Any more questions before we jump off?
0: Uh, yes. yeah, it yeah Yeah, while we're waiting on the delay um yeah we should probably like think about what what crazy stories we can tell on future episodes because there's there's a lot of them like ceo dreamland was my first land and uh
1: family friendly there were
0: there were some good dreamland stories right crocky yeah
1: (laughs) um all stories too
0: yeah
1: right crocky (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> one more is how do you think the offstage meta in one specifically will evolve if at all i think um, it's
1: gonna well, you go first
0: yeah i would say that there there's an interesting thing that happens with offstage in brawlhalla especially in ones is that if you're really really good at offstage it wins games but if you can avoid being put in the position it also is like like a big factor in keeping you in the game, um and a lot of players don't want to commit because of how easy it is to reverse yeah and Brahala. and so what yep. you'll see is like Kaina was actually a really good example at uh uh the Royale, where he was a corner guarder he was he didn't play off stage, but he would yeah almost absolutely make sure you took any some damage if you were coming back to the stage. Mm-hmm. And Th- he was really good at that.
1: Yeah, there's there is two different kinds of edge guarding. There is the there is the corner guarding where you stand and you just you stand there menacingly. And you just wait for them to because of the way the the um wall slip is now how short it is you're basically under pressure immediately. You don't get as much uh, of an opportunity to think. And then there's the other type of edge guarding where the minute they're off stage is the same time you're off stage, like the wrenched style, the blue guy style of edge guarding, Mm -hmm. that type of edge guarding. Both are really effective. Both win you games. Edge guarding is a big deal. Being good at it is hard.
0: Being good at it in a way that you can do it consistently without getting reversed yep, is extremely hard.
1: Just do what I do. Just spear ground pound over and over and over. It works 50% of the time. It works all the time.
0: So. <laughs> I feel like you're, uh, I feel like you're like two years behind at this point <laughs> because like that was, that was the crocky special like yep. two years ago. I and know, I and know. now the crocky special or, or, okay, actually, hold on. Uh, the Crocky special a year ago was instead of spear ground pound, he'll now jump under you and spear recovery you.
1: No, you got to do it the way I do it, is you fake the ground pound, then dodge below them and hit them with the recovery. I do that a lot. It's a, it's a frame trap, actually.
0: But now, but now, yeah. the Crocky special is, he's actually doing some crazy shit and will just jump off stage with you and delight your, it's like, gravity cancel, de-light your ass into the wall. Like, it's yeah. like, Crocky, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> I remember when Crocky was the most afraid person of going off stage on the planet. On, only only Wilson was more afraid of going off stage than Crocky was. <laughs> and now Crocky will actually take you down there. I was pretty afraid of going off stage for a while too, and now I'm just like YOLO.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah. My
0: so, my feelings on it've always been like I'm just going to go off there just so I can learn how to not suck at it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The biggest thing Dolphin is just do it. Elo at the end of the day doesn't matter much. It's frustrating oh, yeah. to lose it, but if you're at 2200 and the reason you lost all that Elo is because you are throwing away Elo trying to edgeguard people, you're gonna get 2200 again. Yeah. Once you figure out how to do the edge guarding.
0: My or yeah, my it, thing is yeah. like once you've hit your peak, well, like once you've hit a peak, you should in general always be able to get back to that peak. True. Over enough over enough games. Yep. Yeah. And so like, don't feel bad about being below your peak as long as you're trying things and learning. Yeah. Because that's really kind of the most important part of Ranked is exactly. figuring shit out.
1: Yeah. The facade of there being something on the line makes people try harder. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, about an hour and 15 minutes time. Good. that was I enjoyed this. that went by pretty quick that was it did that was uh not was a not, not not hard at all i don't think
1: oh no, it wasn't at all at all yeah
0: all right well i am a 100 percent down to try this next week if you if you want
1: yeah let's do it next week next tuesday
0: all right so okay. for the people that are here um our schedule for this is tuesdays at 10 p.m eastern which is when this started uh except we did today on thursday because we couldn't do th- tuesday this week um but next tuesday 10 p.m uh will be the next one um and it'll probably just be us for that one but we will probably start talking to people to see if they want to if we can get some guests on for future ones yeah so, that'd be great i think that would be cool um but yeah Dime, you got anything you want to shout out before we jump off?
1: No. uh, Follow us here. Follow me on Twitch as well. My Twitch is um, Double Dime. And follow me on Twitter at It's Double Dime.
0: Yep. Follow me here on Atrophius. Twitter on Atrophius. YouTube now on Atrophius, now that I've started making videos again. Uh, Also, if you go to origins.brawlacademy.com, you can see all of the uh, places that you can follow the Brawlhalla Origins podcast. Uh, on Monday, we've got uh, our Brahal Origins episode two with Sandwick and Contrast coming out, um, and that's going to be a really good one. We recorded that today, uh, so I'm excited about that. Um, aside from that, yeah, just follow, check out the content. There's a lot coming. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. BCX is going to be dope. I'm just going to drop that teaser right now. The stuff that I have planned for BCX, gonna be dope yeah it's you gonna be cool you don't want to miss it so all right <clears throat> well thanks everybody for stopping by thanks time for doing this this has been fun yeah and, see you next uh, week everybody have a good night
1: see you guys